I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Craig, and Andy, Drink, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, it's time to get this party started tonight. I even put it in Slack last night and then first thing this morning on the dark web. So what time are we starting? Jesus Christ, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. Anyways, the first uh, footy prime of 2024. It's exciting, isn't it? Dubs is here. JC's here. Craig's here. Wonga was here. He's popped out, but he'll be back in. Jimmy will be here at some point. Shams. Uh, yeah, so happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. Happy new year. You have a good one. How, how was the, uh, did you see it in? Did anyone fall asleep before the, the clock chime 2024? No. No. Good. Almost passed out before I did, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, cause your, uh, brother-in-law and the old, what are they, the, uh, lemon Yeah. Lemon mules. Uh, well, I made a mass, an ass of myself, so that was along the same lines as Mule, but drank did, them too did fast. You, did you actually, or was that just? Did you actually, or or was that just an opportunity? Make an fun? ass of myself? Yeah. Well, it was both. I hundred percent did. Did you? How? Well, I mean, I was just with my sisters and my family, so I mean, they. I always make an ass of myself. It's expected. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I didn't send through a video. JP took a video of me playing drunken ping pong with my sister Sarah. And I'm yelling something at her, and I have no idea what I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> Fall down, whiff on the ball. It's ridiculous. But no, just lo- lots of fun, but uh, lesson learned with the lemon mules. They're mm. meant to be nursed, I believe. Or you enjoy one, and then you move on to something else. You don't have three within an hour and a half, and then fumble your way into 2024. <laughs> but that's what a responsible adult would do. Mm. But then we have dubs here. That's right. JC posted a great video. I saw that one. And you guys had like a balloons taped to a ceiling and had the great, the big fall, the ball dropped, so to speak. I like that. That was the neighbor's house. Yes. That was a, that was a nine 30 ring in the new year for the kids thing. 
Oh, was it? Um, okay. Yeah. Pretty exciting, though, I got to say. Also, in, in answer to your question, I did fall asleep, apparently, before the countdown. Um, and then my buds and my wife uh, woke me up with the Puerto Rican um, ball drop. I think it was the Puerto Rican one, so because it's earlier. And I think <laughs> whichever one, and then they're like three. Craig took a bus. Craig took a bus to Fort Erie and did the ball drop right in front on your forehead <laughs> to wake you up. Yes, he did. <laughs> I, I see crazy. it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I experienced the Craig Forrest there. ball drop. Still waiting for oh, my God. ball to drop. Craig, <laughs> happy new year <laughs> one is off to uh dominican tomorrow i am it's exciting we'll miss you for a week but we'll we'll endeavor to, to struggle through this podcast without you thank you and i also i appreciate all of your backup and i've sent you that document so everyone knows what to do mm-hmm did everyone I read it? Any idiot can do. I knew you were gonna, <laughs> while you're while you're around the toilet bowl. Maybe this is what I'll do mm-hmm. while I'm lying here feeling nauseous. <laughs> I'm going to read Wander's notes. <laughs> <laughs> now it should be uh, an exciting start of 2024. Uh, not for Wayne Rooney. Did you hear he got sacked this morning? Yeah. Oh yeah. After 15 games, nine losses in 15 games, along with uh, friend of the show, Carl Robinson. Robbo mm. let go with him as his number one as well. Um, oh, Craig, John Eustace gets fired after, you know, having Birmingham sitting like in, in the playoffs. Yeah. They're they fire in him. Yeah. And now they're deep in the relegation zone. <laughs> <laughs> Happen to have cameras around for a, <laughs> Craig's enjoying this, isn't he? He really is. What a I, think joke. You, I, think you call, I think you called it though. I think Craig called it when that move was made. What a joke it was. What a joke. Yeah, Tom Brady should stick with NFL. Yeah, they're American-owned. Tom Brady is a part owner. Um, Gary Cook, though, runs a show there, right, I believe, former Man City football yeah. man. He's now He's apparently on, on the cusp as well. It's all about just trying to get brand out there as opposed to actual football decisions, right? Yeah, they were looking for a big name to do a Netflix documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the trajectory I think they hope for with a big name, right? Rooney takes no. them. From They've done it before, though. Down they did to twentieth. <laughs> <laughs> they did it with Zola a couple of years ago. Same thing. But it's, it's all very well, right? Getting big names, but there better be big names who are proven good football managers. Because neither Rooney or Zola had much of a CV. I know Rooney did well at Derby County in that crazy year. When they, when they should have perhaps gone down. Did they go down that year, actually, in the end? I forget now. They got the big uh, points deduction. And then he goes to DC United. I yeah, yeah, I think so, too. But he did a good job there in Venice. Then he goes to DC, where it hasn't been a great success story. And they still nab him and say, okay, now you can be our savior. We can, we can get the cameras rolling and make some great content. To hell with the results. I mean, this is a brutal time to be a Birmingham fan isn't it it was so looking so good with all the investment coming in and the big shiny teeth of Tom Brady but here we are now <laughs> team you know languishing <laughs> <laughs> it just shows that right it's not that easy to run a football club so in some of these countries these countries like 
in this case, the US. And they've done some great jobs at other clubs, not blaming the US, people in, from mm-hmm. America, not knowing football. But in certain certain areas, certain scenarios, they think they got it all figured out. And they just don't. They don't, clearly. And uh, I don't think many people are going to feel too sorry for them. I certainly don't. But I'll Although, tell you one thing, it will not act as a cautionary tale. This will still happen over and over again. Oh, and yeah. as you said, the more and more Yanks that get involved in, notice I said Yanks and not Wanks, in, in European <laughs> football or British football, they think that you bring in the big name, you bring in the celebrity, and that's the answer to all your problems. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veer off a bit because, Charms, you said we're talking about the new year and you said Tom Brady's big, shiny teeth. And it made me think of big, shiny tunes. Remember those CDs? <laughs> oh, amazing. Every, the, the, yeah. The 90s. Yeah. That was from uh, The Edge 102.1, right? No, it, uh, Much Music. Oh, was it Much, was it? Okay. Yeah, the Edge in 1996, if anyone's right. bored, 1996's was a banger. Banger music. <laughs> those were highly coveted. <laughs> they were. They were brilliant. Yeah. When you listen, yeah. listen to the, the radio and watch much music, it was great. Yeah. It was great. See, Strombo got a order of Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? Very cool. Yeah, he's terrific. He's a great interviewer. He's brilliant. Yeah, one of the best. Mm-hmm. It, he, it's funny, though, that when remember he got brought down to the States to have a summer big red couch show and it just didn't play. And it no. always just reminds me that there's, you know, that we're not, they are our cousins, Americans. Um, but it's a different mindset sometimes about how you approach shows and what you you discover that you enjoy and the curiosity and all that kind of stuff. So it was interesting how he failed miserably in the States and was amazing up here. Like he and he still is amazing. He's doing his original independent stuff on his like if you have a chance, go see go watch him, uh follow him on Twitter, all that kind of stuff. He's amazing. How's the Strombo? He, he does like live shows from his house every yeah. Sunday. Yeah, fantastic. Just brilliant. Yeah, smart guy. Uh, why wouldn't the CBC try and bring that kind of show back? Do you think? Jesus. Or, I mean, they can't afford it probably. But is it has times changed since that was successful? Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing: you need to have a digital play. So you're that would be a great play because it's already an audience that's created. And CBC has a digital channel with jam across the board. And they could just say, hey, Strombo, we're going to give you this amount. We'll do, you know, 20 shows for 20. And they could all be event oriented with uh, yeah. bands in his apartment um, or house. And it would be fantastic. It's a great idea. He's smart. I'm sure he's thought about it. <laughs> right? Yeah, but it has the CBC. No, no probably off. not. 3,000, yeah. whatever, how many people, right? So Didn't they cancel their New Year's Eve big celebration as well for financial they reasons? They canceled New Year's Eve. It's yeah, actually, actually New Year's like Eve. It's 2011 <laughs> for CBC right now. <laughs> I wish it was 96. That was a year. Big shiny tunes. Big but, shiny tunes, exactly. Do you remember speaking of the CBC and Strombo? I think it was the hip before their We Are The Same album came out. They did like a, it was like a lake house or it was a cottage and it was Strombo interviewing the hip and I w- either just he and Gord or he and the band and then them playing the songs live. And then they released it like as a movie. I remember seeing it in the theaters and it was the, one of the best things I've ever seen. I've never wow. seen that, but I need to check that yeah. down now. It sounds amazing. It is. It was. So it broke the borders of Quebec in, right into right into <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We, we do get sort of current <laughs> pop culture, Wonger. 
the language laws. It wasn't Jalulu or Mitsu who was who was being interviewed. Bye bye. Mitsu. I love Mitsu. Who was the other francophone musician? He was quite big in the in the nineties. Rock Voisin. Rock Voisin. <laughs> he was a Canadian. Yes. He was he was born down the street from where my family lives in New Brunswick. Oh, was he? He wasn't from French a point, place called Point Sapin. Yeah. Really? Of course it's a he fishing. Was. It's a little fishing village. Does it say that the home of Rock Voisin when you oh, drive into it? You know you what? I think it did, but the sign blew down and they never put it back up. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, OQLF took it down because the yeah. English writing was bigger than the French writing. <laughs> Ooh, political to start 2024. Yeah. I like that. It's wicked. Yeah. Now, why, why, why Strombo is so good, though, is because he's just, he's very likable. He's so knowledgeable. And he just, I think, I pretty, I mean, I've met him once in my life in a, in a hallway once. But I imagine he, he, that is him when you see him on the couch or in his house or interviewing right. some massive name. That's just him. There's no mm-hmm. bullshit or pretense. And I think that's probably why it didn't work so well with Hockey Night and Strombo. You throw Strombo in a, in a bloody suit behind a desk, it's not his natural environment. And as much as he was very stove. good. Hmm? At the hot stove. At the hot stove. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, right? It's like one of the segments they do. I'm like, why? Why are I, we doing this? I don't know. So uh, they, they, not only that, but what's the hot, like, is, give me the cultural significance of the hot stove. Is it supposed to be like the water cooler? Is the it hot stove something... was a place at Maple Leaf Gardens, the hot stove lounge. Oh, I don't know God. if it came from there, though. I'm not sure whether the segment came from there or not. But the satellite hot stove back in the 90s was great, though. That was with um, a bunch of reporters, like Al Strachan, Bruce Gary, all these old school reporters mm. would actually break stories. Like and scribes, very hard to the break guys stories. Scribes, yeah, yeah, hacks. But, yeah. but guys that really had the inside track, there aren't many of those guys left anymore. And it's just kind of changed. But when Strombo took over Hockey Night, I mean, I, I like the idea. But he just was never accepted, I think, by the panelists, these old freaking white hockey guys who couldn't understand why a guy in tight pants. Charms was a Strombo that year, if you remember right, there wasn't a Canadian team made the playoffs. That's that's a good point. So here's Rogers spending millions and hundreds of millions more than they ever fucking should on this poor hockey deal. And they're going to blame it on Strombo because the ratings aren't good because there's not a Canadian team in the playoffs. Fuck off. That's a great yeah. point. Bring up, you know, bring back Ron. Yeah, bring back Ron. Yeah, they're still losing millions. <laughs> but <laughs> I just cares? want to say, who cares? It's hockey. Fuck. Nobody cares. In 2023, we were allowed to peer into the depths of Craig Forrest's dishwasher, and in 2024, we can examine your cupboard. I'm trying to see what's <laughs> happening in there. I got some we, cat we, in there. Unfortunately, if you, if, you went really, if you went really close, there'd just be like 18 cans of stag chili. <laughs> Both kinds, sweet and hot, just lined up. Craig's meals for the next 18 days to feed him and his cats. But there's going to be like a hidden gem, though, because remember that mug he unearthed the other day? Yeah. Like, where's that cool mug been, Craig yeah. Foritz? Maybe in the cupboard. <laughs> Maybe he's got a shelf full of cool mugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably has. Reminds uh, me anyone, of times. Yeah, uh, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> when I used to be hireable before my titty grab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that was what it was. Christ. That's what it was. Yeah. But it was Wonga's titty. 
You didn't complain? <laughs> it was. No. It was like Can when JC kissed my shoulder. Titty, please. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I, I haven't said it. I'm just running with the bit. Can Footy Prime please sign something? So I'm, just, I'm just more panties, <laughs> please. And I'm just running in. with the bitty. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm running with the bitty. Bitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one e word that that, that Dubs likes is bitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But panty right. or titty, we're not. We can't do. Okay. So moving forward, we can't do that anymore. Okay. Or we'll be cancelled by Dubs because she's pretty much running the show these days anyway. Right, Good. thousands of views on, on on social media. Chris, what chance do we all have? We're gone. We're yeah. It's, it's right. going to be the broadcast uh, five days a week in no time, and we're going to be exactly. really until like once once a little segment once a week. Footy Prime presents Footy Prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your once a month show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your almost monthly show. Are used to. <laughs> Footy Prime, your almost fun. monthly show. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, we'll be pretty busy this, this year because lots happening. Tejon Buchanan, oh, Inter Milan. That's a huge move, not just for him, Craig, but for the mas- national men's team. Another player playing on a tier one team in a tier one league. Great, great move for him. About what, 10 million all in, I think, is the, the fee. Mm-hmm. That's good value, I think. Given I mean, if, he, if he was going to a go league club, that'd be thirty million, like forty million. You know what I mean? Like these Italian clubs don't have the financial clout uh, they used to at this present moment financially, and they're looking for bargains. And I think they got one. I really do think that he's that's a bargain price in these modern day prices. That's interesting, though. So, do you think there's almost like um, I don't know what the word would be, but like if you were to compare that to a, if you went to a Premier League. Uh, team, you think that it would be much more inflated as a transfer fee? Well, just because it there's would more be, money available. Well, let's put it this way: if if they thought he was good enough in the Premier League, uh, yeah, his his price tag would be significantly higher. Mm-hmm. Significantly higher. That's just a tax, right, in the Prem? Because well, we know why: because they make all the money. And so the minute you start dealing with a Premier League team, you you jack the price up and expect yeah. more, right? Because they can afford yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So we need a Super League, isn't it, everyone? That's why we need that, to break the Premier League and their monopoly in all things football these days. Come on, Florentino Perez. Come on. You can get it done. I don't think that's the right angle on that. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, I agree that you need somebody to, to challenge them for kind of to almost to dethrone them, right? To, to unseat them, but not mm. with the Super League. No, of course not. That, that, <laughs> no. But, I mean, that's why Real Madrid and... and these these teams involved want it is it's not just just UEFA, but it's the Premier League and what they've done because they've been the smartest in European football for the last thirty years. They did it right. Mm-hmm. Anyone could have done that, but they did it right, and it's just grown and grown and grown. This bubble bursting we keep hearing about for twenty thirty years has never happened in the Premier. Yeah, but go, going back to that fee for for Tejan, I think it's a great move for him. Um, I, I think it's a good kind of promotion. It'll be a good challenge for him. Um, different environment. Uh, I think they play a system where I think he's going to thrive. But I was seeing the same kind of trope or this argument. Um, but I, I do. I don't discount it. I think it does exist. Where the fact that he's Canadian works against him in terms of the value placed on him. Mm-hmm. So I think that he himself will go a long way towards changing that. The more that 
these Canadians, our Canadians get into big name clubs, I think the more that that stigma goes away. Absolutely. Yeah. He'll look good in an injured shirt too. He does look yeah. good. He's already, I've already seen it. They posted a picture. Oh, yeah, he looks good. He does look good. Yeah, it suits him well. I mean, the blue and black stripes, I know he's no stranger to those those colors, right? But uh, no, he, he looks good. It's, it's exciting. It's a beautiful kit. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's iconic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, It's one of the best, for sure. Amazing. He'll get minutes there. He'll get minutes there, I think. So, yeah, we'll see how that affects Canada. He's got to stay healthy as well, right? That's been his problem this year. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been that yeah. healthy. He's a good um, guy. Good pro, good good individual. Yeah, I like him a lot. I, you know what I like about Tejon is he's got that – he's got an edge to him. Right, he can be a say, real yeah. prick out there as well, and I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I love that too. It has not gone away. You know, it's, no. he's not kind of big time Charlie it, right? No, he never. Yeah. He, he never floats. He might be guilty of a of a poor performance, you know, poor touch, just just not having his best game. But that edge and that fire and that competition, like the what he brings every time, uh, where yeah. he can be on the wrong side of it too, right? But you know, that fire will always be there. Mm. It was it was a good move when we moved over to Belgium. I thought it was an excellent move. I think we talked about it at the time. You know that he'll get playing time. It's a decent league. He'll be exposed to all sorts of other clubs, and if he does well enough, he'll uh, he'll get a move. And so he has. So this is great for his career. Charm Did you see and- Ishmael Kone's uh, goal? Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Longer. He scored an absolute beauty yesterday. What was it? The day before now. I can't. All these days are mixed up now. I think but it was yesterday. Kone's- Yesterday, yeah, he scored another one. He, he's scoring buckets of goals right now, and a lovely strike. Again, a move that took a while, maybe to kind of um, marinate for him, but now it's but working really well. Managers, which is nothing new at Watford, so that's always difficult to maneuver mm-hmm. through and around, and whether the guy likes you. Because when they did make the change, I don't think that the, the new manager started them all that much at the start. So good for him to work his way back in there. Yeah, because he's finding more consistency. Sure, he's scoring, and he, he seems to score, um, you know, absolute worldies every couple of weeks, which which is great, and he gets, um, you know, on people's radars that way. But it's the performance, I think, that's beneath that, where he's becoming a lot more reliable, a lot more consistent, especially defensively, which was an aspect of his game that he had to shore up. So you look at his stats in terms of recoveries, clearances, tackles, things like that, and it seems like each week he's sort of chipping away at that at that aspect of his game and, and improving it, which is good to see. All eyes now on Alfonso Davies and his contract situation is really interesting. It expires in 2025, which means that um, if Bayern can't resign him, or don't think they can resign him, he's probably leaving this summer if they want to get something for him. It'd be a cut price deal for potentially Real Madrid. I mean, it was amazing to see a Canadian player play for Bayern Munich. Brilliant. But if it ends up at Real Madrid, Craig, I mean, that's again a Canadian playing at Real Madrid. Amazing. But not to get too far of ourselves here. But still, it's, it's one to watch for sure the next few months. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's in a, he's in a really good position because if he wants to, it's it's the ball's in his court, really. I mean, he can make those decisions, and he doesn't have to necessarily make that move if he if he doesn't agree to it. And so, whatever is right for him, uh, it's it's going to be up to him, really. He's got the he's got all the cards. Wonga, well, you you uh, interrupted you. Oh, I was just guys. I'm always confused about, and this is the 
educating longer section. The transfer fee. Explain. You guys know it inside and out. Explain the transfer fee compared to just the salary or the the wages that a player is. I know. I know. We had it. I had it explained. I think Dunny explained it to me, but I still missed some. Is it a club fee the going across? So when they talk eight million dollars, that's just the clubs doing a deal for yeah, the player. Yeah. Okay, and so then the salary, like Tejon's salary, will remain the same, or does he have to renegotiate that with Inter? Well, say the club agrees whatever the fee is, and they say we've agreed that now Tejon, you have to do your personal terms. If he didn't like his personal terms, if he's still under contract, he doesn't have to leave. He could stay if he wants. So, does he get a chunk of that? Oh, he can. What do you mean? He could. He could veto. He's got a veto hmm. on this. Yeah. Sure, he's oh. under contract, right? European law. Yeah. So wow. does he get a get he's get a, does he get a chunk of that eight million? Uh technically speaking, yes, he will. Uh somewhere down the line he will receive some bonuses for signing on or whatever for making the move. And uh but technically he doesn't get a percentage of it a lot of people will say well they get five percent ten percent but it's sort of what you do with your personal terms so whatever your personal terms are if you agree to that and they've agreed to the fee between the two clubs the deal gets done and in Fonzie's case because he's letting his contract wind down and Real could get him for a cut price deal with Bayern he can get more money from Real Madrid for his personal terms when is it up Charms, is it summer? 2025, I believe, yeah. Oh, 2025. Okay. And usually, he's out longer, and then he's all of a sudden sitting in a position where he's free. And can you imagine? I mean, now you're going, oh, okay, the agent's mm-hmm. saying, well, what is he worth? What is his actual price tag worth? He's walking away on a free. We want a 20 million, 30 million pound signing on fee, mm-hmm. as well as 300,000 pounds a week. You know, this this is sort of how, how it works, you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it's, 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 there's so much collusion too. Because officially, if say, for example, your contract expires this summer, you can officially start negotiating with new teams as of now, January. Mm-hmm. Whereas oh. in, in Tejon's case, the, the speculation is, according to Fabrizio Romano, like they had personal terms figured out months ago into Tejon. So Bruges knew and probably gave permission. Yeah, you can talk to him. We'll do a deal in January. Uh, so he had he knew he was going there. That was all sorted. It's just the clubs now had to come to an agreement. That was well, well explained. Thank you. Is there, I think we've maybe talked about this before, Forrest, I've asked you, but in a slightly different context. Is, is it always to the benefit of the player to let the contract lapse where you're talking about like, you know, financial terms, how it might end up looking a little bit rosier or there there's risk, right? When you're, when you're a player of injury or your form declines, like, so do you have to weigh that every single time? Yeah, you do. You really do. You're, you're kind of betting on yourself a little bit. And if you're going to run, let your contract run out, we see that happen in sports in North America too. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but at the same time, if they do do a deal, obviously your agent and the club know the position you're in. You got a year to go. You're going to run that. Did you say you're Asian? <laughs> Is it just I an Asian walk. guy? Sorry, Secret Walker, I was Asian man. <laughs> Secret <laughs> Asian man. What was that part? That's a, that's a, 
there's an old song called Secret Agent. No, I know, I know that. I know that. I know. It, it, it makes me think of Austin oh, it's, Powers. It's a, yeah, I'm just doing oh, a little dance Powers? for people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Great. But what I mean is the agents will, the Asians will know. <laughs> they, they always know. Oh, my God. Inscrutable. Inscrutable, those Asians. <laughs> the, the deal is running out, and... You know, you do have a lot of power in your uh, negotiations even then. If they decide, okay, we're going to take uh, $40 million for for uh, Alfonso, uh, this is what we agreed to. Um, and then his agent can actually say, well, listen, we don't necessarily have to take it, but we'll, how about we split that fee? And then well, no, I, I also yeah. appreciate you, you enunciating. That second time you said agent there <laughs> with the T and the G. <laughs> Craig, do we you know use... what he's on right now? Sorry, Charms. Oh, do we know what uh, he's making now? Asian? I don't know. No, Alfonso. Oh, I think it's a, a fuckload, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's in that realm. Okay. Around, yeah, it's in the shitload and the fuckload around there. Mm. <laughs> it goes to Real Madrid next summer. What's then more? Like... What's more, the fuckload or the shitload? Oh, the oh, fuckload. fuckload. Yeah. Fuckload is sure. more. Okay. See, this yeah. is important. Mm. This is yeah. a definition I need. Fuck that will change though with Mark Bosman, the fuckload and shitload. Um, yeah, <clears> you know, <throat> obviously, you know who Mark Bosman is, right? He's uh, no, he's the guy we who totally started the free agency. Yeah. In the 90s. Yes, in the nineties. Also, yes. he's a secret Asian man. <laughs> <laughs> he is secret because he's really white. <laughs> That's right. Undercover. That's right. Full undercover. <laughs> In the next show, we'll explain to Wonga what the conference league is. Oh, God. No, you won't. I'm lost. <laughs> no, it's a good little refresher course now and again, right? Mm-hmm. It's important, right? Especially the first of the second of the year. First show yeah. of the year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's important to have refreshers. Well, we did again. that with Brian Reynolds and Wrexham when they were in the conference last year. We, we talked about that. Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. And actually, they, they explained it really well on the Welcome to Wrexham show as well. When they break down, overrated the show. Pyramid works. People <laughs> shouldn't watch really it. Terrible. Overrated. They should watch Footy Prime when we put Footy Prime on TV. What would you or rather watch? YouTube. If you're, if you're, um, if this new person, like say an alien comes to the Earth and they got to watch one show, are you saying you watch Ted Lasso or you watch Welcome to Wrexham? Dubs. Oh my. And what are they supposed to get out of this? Just is this enter like te- about football in general? No, I just I think. Well, oh. I think life. And you know, you're educating the aliens on planet Earth. Hmm. Hmm. My my instinct is to say something real. So you would watch Welcome to Wrexham. But I think all of the lessons that can be pulled from Ted Lasso, I think maybe you go with that. Yeah. Good answer. It is. It's a, you see, they also delve into the darkness of the human zeitgeist. No. <laughs> No, that's no, 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 that makes sense. I just wanted to use it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I said it yesterday in Dark Web, and I was you like, You planted it in my head, that's why. You planted the way you used it. <laughs> it was very, no confidence in the way you used it either. No, you've got to throw that out. And the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, no, that zeitgeist. was my post. Um, <laughs> on the PWHL. That, I was saying right, longer. Yeah. I was like talking about women's sports. It was the first, it was the inaugural game for the PWHL, which was amazing to see. And it was a picture of my daughter, Evie, wearing a Sarah Nurse jersey, sitting in front of the TV, watching picture. the official puck drop with Billie nice. Jean King, Lena Hefford, and then the two captains from uh, New York and Toronto. And it had like 20,000 20, views or 
yeah. impressions. Is that impressions, the word? Yeah. Longer yeah. and yes. a thousand likes. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Did you it's make fantastic. Did you watch it or, or did you want to watch it? Huh? Did you make her watch it or did she want to watch it? No, she was watching it. She was just absolutely <laughs> she was locked in. Yeah. <laughs> just, you must just, watch it. I'm not being a prick, but was it like a stage picture? Like, just just sit there, sit there. Then you can go yeah, back to your Christmas presents. No, but she's, it, it's a seminal moment, I think. It's not just for the young girls. I think I saw a post where somebody was like, listen, the narrative is this is for all the young girls. And it is because for Evie, she's at an age now where she's playing street hockey. She plays on a, a boys team with her twin brother. Um, she's the only girl. And that self-awareness is slowly starting to emerge, not for not in a negative sense, but she's starting to realize that she's the only girl. And then it's, you know, like, well, what are you going to do when you grow up? And um, a couple of things come up, but like they all of them still say that they're going to play in the NHL. But mm. now Evie will say it. And then a little cunt on her team will be like, well, girls can't play in the oh. NHL. A little what? <laughs> what? <laughs> zeitgeist. Yeah. That word's floating around in the zeitgeist. It's very popular right now. And then others will come to her defense. But the reality is that she can't, right? But now she will be able to play pro or at least aspire to realistically play pro. Um, but I, but my, my point there is like that I saw a very funny tweet where somebody said the narrative now is this is for all the little girls and that PWHL pumped out a really fabulous video, um, you know, talking about its time and for the new generation and all this sort of stuff. But then somebody was like, you know what? I love that it's for all the little girls, but this is just as much for all the old lesbians who have been in the crowd <laughs> cheering these women on. And I was like, yes, go Amazing. lesbians. Amazing. Our friend, I, I saw that one too, and it made me laugh. I was reading it and it was Noel didn't post it, but our friend Noel Carbone like retweeted it. And I think that's why I hit our feed, Amy. And I was laughing my head off. I'm going, it's yes, terrific. for the old lesbos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I'm sure Project 8 are watching this with great interest, aren't they? How, how- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This, this moves forward. Now, listen, I'm naive, um, ignorant, uh, the, the the best women's hockey players up until now where where are they playing where were they playing well they were it was fractured there were there were two separate leagues and that Pro. was part of the unknown y- yes but not great conditions for the players so that was part of like why this worked and how it's so remarkable is i think it was only in october of of this past of 2023 where they said this is a go but then the first thing they got done was the player cba 
and then everything else was cobbled together. So there was so much criticism about, oh, look at the jerseys and there's no team names and where's the logos and all this bullshit. Well, you know what? It's okay that that's secondary. They'll mm-hmm. get there. They're playing and this is a proper pro league. And a lot of these women are Canadian and American, but there are some from from overseas, from Europe. Um, but it, it's finally a, a, a place for them to play and, and one that will give them the right working conditions where they can actually have this as their livelihood. Not Amy, just, you know, a working a couple about, jobs on the side. How many, how many teams are involved in this league? Six. Okay. And they're independently owned? Or is um, it league, league, league centralized? I'm not entirely sure about all the details there, but I know that the Dodgers um, owner was a, a big part of getting this league off the ground. Okay. So that I don't think he bankrolled the entirety of, of the league, but but his money kind of as as the backing for the launch of the league was was really um, crucial. And then obviously there are other independent owners, I believe. But it was Billie Jean King. Uh, it was um, Kendall Coyne, Schofield, I think is her her other name. Um, you'll remember her. Do you remember at a an NHL skills game at uh, the All Star game like a couple years ago? Where she she did the, like the fastest lap, and she like blew some of the guys out of the water. I knew that was her, was it? Yeah, okay. she's she's unbelievable. Um, I think she's on mat leave right now, or she's going to play for Minnesota, or she's coming back. But um, she approached Billie Jean King. I think Billie Jean King was speaking to Andy Petrillo yesterday in the pe- in the pregame and talking about. It. I think it was five years ago, and she said, "We need your help, or we want you to help us." And so that seed was planted five years ago. And then um, Billie Jean King kind of got to work and then got the the Dodgers. I wish I, I knew his name. I feel like an idiot that I don't um, on board. And then that was a real key aspect. But Bettman was always talking about um, Gary Bettman, uh, the NHL commissioner, um, talking about how he, the way that the NBA has really helped the WNBA along, um, the NHL was never going to do for the women's leagues because it was fractured because there were these two leagues. So that was his excuse. Um, And then NHL still hasn't really said that they're going to have a role. They've, uh, I think done stuff like the, the, the dream or like the, whatever it's called. It was like the rivalry series. Like they did a lot, a lot of different NHL franchises did a lot to promote that. But other than that, they haven't done a whole heck of a lot. But I think now that that league folded, a lot of women, it was very uncertain. They weren't sure if they were going to still play pro. And then all of a sudden, this new league came about. So I think it's important now that there is not two. They now have one. They sort of have a united front, and then they move forward from here. But it's, but it's great. And I think for 2024 and what's to come, and then with uh, Project 8 on the horizon, the uh, uh, a league name, more franchises, uh, hopefully announced very, very soon. Um, I think it's uh, it's great. It's hopeful, I think, for for women's sport and what's on the horizon. Great on Billie Jean King, too. What an absolute legend. We had a chance to meet her, didn't we? I mean, she was just fantastic Amazing. with us. And I got nothing good to the good things to say about Billie Jean King. She's She gets it. She actually really gets it. I was really impressed at how, just how she talked about how to capture and how to move forward and that we we also need those men with all the money sometimes to be mm-hmm. able to get on their side to be able to do that and how do we do that as women she just seemed to know exactly how to do it so not only a brilliant legendary tennis player but she's done amazing things since she's been retired she's can you she's- share craig can you share that conversation because it was very insightful and it was 
it was she said it while at her speech and it was so insightful about banging the door down but then treating people so go ahead if you if you don't mind well, it was just more about, you know, just, you know, we can't just go out and attack people all the time. Sometimes we have to be able to maneuver our way through it and may have to be able to talk about how do we make how do we make a connection with these men who are running it? Because whether we like it or not, these white guys are running these the companies that are the guys that control the money. We need to be able to get to them, get to the sensitivity side of things, whether they have daughters, whether they, you know, and push them into, you know, into areas where we can actually uh not necessarily manipulate them a little bit, but get them on our side to be able to push things forward as opposed to just bash them all the time. And I thought that uh, she just really sort of understood the game outside of the game, if you like, as well as anybody I've ever seen. And and she's not the youngest, of course, but she, she really does get it. And her support. She's fucking 80. She just turned 80, didn't she? She was saying, she was saying we need more people like her who can walk into a boardroom and not be intimidated and, and yeah. talk to these guys and demand, yeah. say, no, no, let's not converse. Let's just demand. We need this. Help yeah. us out, right? And I mean, mm-hmm. that's not easy. <laughs> that's not a criticism. That's very difficult. No, and, and her clout and, and her credibility it. opens that door and yeah, gets her right. that seat, right? Yeah. That's that's the problem is there's the gatekeeping and then the access to those rooms. But the L.A. Dodgers co-owner is Mark Walter and his wife, Kimbra, team president, Stan Kasten, and then Billie Jean King. Here's an SI article from uh, 2023. Will help run the league after Walter's firm purchased assets of the Professional Hockey Federation. So that was one of those two leagues. And so they Mm -hmm. came to terms and then that league folded and then they started the PWHL. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that don't watch sports out there. We we forget that. There's a lot of people that don't watch sports. More people. So more people. Yeah, exactly. There's more people. So these leagues, these upstart leagues, be it Project 8, or PWSL, PWHL, um, there, there's a big market out there they've got to hit, and they know this. So there's there's so much potential in, in the world because we just like live in this under this lens of sport, and everyone watches sport is the biggest thing. It's not. I know many people that don't watch sport and couldn't name, wouldn't know who Sidney Crosby is, or wouldn't know who who Lionel Messi is. That's that's the truth. They wouldn't. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but we, we we can't believe that. So there's potential anyway. Um, most people know who, who Liverpool is. That's a damn sure, right, Dubs? Woof. <laughs> what a performance yesterday. It was an incredible performance against Newcastle, at least going forward it was. Um, the greatest XG in the history of the Prem. I've heard mm-hmm. of, this number jumps around a lot. Um, uh, you don't use acronyms that I don't understand. Expected <laughs> goals. Oh, you know this one. No, I don't. I didn't know XG. I didn't, oh, is that the seven point one or something like that? Was that seven point five three or seven point two seven? I've seen, but regardless, it's the most in the history of the Premier League since they started taking XGs. Um, and in my, uh, most of these deep stats, I kind of laugh at and scoff at. I mean, I, I know they're important; they mean something. But XG is actually pretty a good one. One of the good ones. In, in a world of bad ones, that's one of the good ones because I understand it. Um, I mean, 18 shot attempts in the first half. Again, was I think a, a record or certainly a record this season. They just bossed Newcastle, who looked just so soft in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 <laughs> like most of us we, after the holiday season. It's a dad body. They're, they're a dad body. they got a dad bod, Newcastle. Pillsbury <laughs> <laughs> Doughboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so soft. But they, they were finding some space when they were successful, successfully breaking the press. 
they did look dangerous on a couple of occasions. It took them a Newcastle. while to do so. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they could have scored. Mm-hmm. But they did score. They scored two. For sure. Oh, yeah. I was concerned at halftime. Only nil-nil. They could have had three or four in the first half. Yeah. They really well, could have the one, when a team threatens and creates as many chances as Liverpool did, then it almost galvanizes the opposition because they think, okay, we've been able to weather this storm, so we've got a shot in this. Yeah. And then even when Liverpool finally converted, then Isak got one almost immediately. And then you think, okay, this is a done deal. I think, Sharms, you fell asleep. It was 3-1, and then all of a sudden, set piece, <laughs> boom, is 3-2. You're like, well, this thing is not done and dusted. But then they put the hammer down, and uh, and that was the end of it. But re- like team goals that to me really personified Liverpool when they're flying, you know, build up right from the back with Allison starting with the ball. That goal when uh, Jota comes flying up the right hand side, little give and go with Mo outside of the boot uh, to Curtis Jones, like fucking brilliant stuff. Beautiful goal. Yeah, it was really yeah, really it was great a, stuff. It was a great goal. Um, you know. You get you you Charms as a Liverpool fan, you have to be somewhat surprised with, you know, with the well, there was talk about Salah leaving and then uh, Fabinho leaves, Henderson leaves, sort of have to rebuild that midfield a little bit, and to be sitting where they yeah. are at this stage, yeah, at this stage of the season, man, oh man, I don't think a Liverpool fan would would have taken this all day long. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, after last year, which when did it back to last season and. You, you consider all the games they played the year before over 60 games. I think last year came down to a lot of fatigue, mm. tired players. I, I really do because mm. they've bounced back now to not quite the levels of their, their championship winning team. And I think, but they're getting there certainly in attack defensively. There's still some question marks, but moving forward, they're brilliant. And if Darwin Nunes can just find goals, then they're a different team entirely. He's fun to watch, but at what point, at what point should the patients wear thin with him? Because He's been there for a while. He's not a kid. He's, he's a young player. But he has to, he's got to start putting the ball in the net. He has to. For a guy that costs that much money, mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're a big fan of him, Dubs. And, and I, I love, I think it's a lot of fun to watch. But I, I, my patience is beginning to get a little bit thin with him, for sure. There'll, yeah, be, a lot of pressure. There'll be a lot of pressure on him because Sal is going to the African Cup of Nations. He could be missing as many as eight games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah, shit. if they make the semis, it'll be eight games that'll miss. Yeah, yeah, two FA Cup, so two calling or calling Carabao Cup games and one FA Cup. Yeah. Game. but still eight games is mm-hmm. eight games, right? Big games. And Endo as well to the Asian Cup. He's been playing really well. He's been excellent. But McCallum's yeah, I'm so I'm so happy that Jimmy's not here because Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy hates Nunez. Hates him. Mm. That's he... be a bit strong. Well, he, 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 think, well he... No, he does. He thinks he's shite. I think that's what the word he used. Shite. Well, as a number nine, he <laughs> thinks he should be able to put the ball in the back of the net, right? And he's yeah, and he's not agree. doing it, right? Not... When he was at he was at Benfica, right? Prior to yeah. coming to Liverpool, mm-hmm. I think he scored twenty six goals. So I mean, tremendous strike rate there. And then he's not really been able to to find his footing in terms of goal scoring in the Prem, but you, you look at his movements. I think it's when he overcomplicates matters and he gets in his own head. He has too much time. Um, and, and then again, I'm making excuses because if you're, if you're a striker, if you're that number nine for Liverpool, you should just be putting the ball in the back of the net. But 
as much noise was made about uh, Diogo Jota when he goes around the goalkeeper um, and then takes another step and then falls down because he feels the contact. He should have stayed on his feet and just put the ball in. But that movement where he's coming straight at, um, what's his name again? Dubravka, the goalkeeper? Yeah. Yeah. Who was unbelievable for Newcastle? That he was very much the reason why they were still in that contest. But he comes at him, and then he's got the ball in his right foot, and he opens his body up, and then he takes it around him. That is very much what Nunez should have done in the first half when it pre- the, an occasion presented itself very much the same way, where he sort of bowled over the defender, and he finds himself just on the edge of the eighteen, and then he gets into the eighteen-yard box. The goalkeeper comes out to challenge and he opens his body up and makes the goalkeeper makes himself big and Nunez hits him. And it's these types of decisions where he just needs to be kind of selling himself, stealing himself to say, okay, this is what's given to me here. I need to take it around him, force him into fouling me, but give myself more space or fire it hard with my left foot. It, it just seems in those moments where it requires like the, the critical thinking or no thinking where you're just doing it by rote. You're just, you're just finishing and you're picking the right moment. You're picking the right foot. You're picking the right type of finish. That's where he seems to be letting himself down. Yeah. But for 75 million and a year and a half into his career in England, shouldn't he figure that out? Craig. I think you'll be fine. I really do. Let me find. He, he brings a lot of other things to the game as well. I think overall, I don't think they're overly disappointed with him. I did tell you that. And did you see the setup for Salah's goal? Yeah, yeah. That was Nunez. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you're not being paid for seventy-five million to be the setup man, to be provider, but yeah. that's another thing that he brings, another aspect of his game that elevates Liverpool collectively. Klopp was talking at the end of the game in between looking for his wedding ring, which he lost (laughs) on the pitch about, um, you know, coaches and academies looking at that performance in terms of the counter press and how it could be used to teach like as a tool. And they, they've been flying in terms of their, not only their press, but their counter press and their ability to regain the ball in in dangerous areas of the pitch. And Nunez is one of these guys that is his physicality, his ability to get in behind to play off the shoulders of those defenders, but to just find those seams and to really put the defenders under pressure so that players around him are perhaps uh, able to be opportunistic. I mean, that's what he brings. Yeah. And of course he has to put the ball in the back of that. Of course he does. Uh, but I agree with Forrest. I think that he, he, will, he will find his footing eventually in terms of goal scoring. I think he will. I mean, I, I do. I'm just saying that the patience at some point has to be like, okay, you can't be, be don't give me, why don't you give me the finger? Nice. Don't give me, Wonga's shaking his head. Oh. <laughs> Wonga's still, still trying to figure out what a counter press is. <laughs> yeah, I know what a counter press is. It's when you get orange juice made straight from the fruit. Right. You no, know, exactly it's like it a is. French press. Oh, it's for coffee. It's for your coffee, yeah. Um, no, I just it look, once and then you counter. He did nothing. For, I chose Uruguay. Think beating like choosing Nunez, thinking he would do something at the World Cup. He did absolutely nothing. He's They've done nothing though. for. Pardon? He scored for them since on so qualifying. He's played mm-hmm. really well. He, he, okay, yeah, he's I just. Well I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a believer. I'm going to go with Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's not here. I'm going to. I'm going to be his proxy and say he's shite. I, I really think that when he. I mean, this has been the the kind of the common theme with him that. When he does figure it out, he's going to score a shitload of goals. Yeah. He really is. So, But I'm just saying we shouldn't dismiss and just give him a free pass 
We've got a question I guess, at this point. Would, would he be one of those guys, you see it all the time, super talented, just not being able to fit in to a club and then gets moves to another club and then is just going to bag goals left and right? Is is that his future? But or no, is it sticking in through? I think he does. Do. The fans love him. Yeah. Well, he looks like D'Artagnan. He's right. fucking a good-looking guy. Who wouldn't love him? That's why Amy, Amy's thirsting over this dude. No, has nothing to do with his looks at all. Although he he is quite handsome. <laughs> Come on, Amy. You're not that. You You're guys not as see? Um... As we are. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, don't don't the... fall to our level, Jesus. Uh, Cody Gakpo, when he scored, he kind of mishit it, bounced, mm. it went in. He still got on the end of that beautiful salad cross with the outside of his boot. And then uh, Trent comes over and they have a very like formal yeah. celebration where they I shook like hands. I liked it too. It awesome. Yeah, what's the story behind that? I want to know what that is. That's, I know. that's pretty good. Yeah, everyone else is like traditional celebrations. Yeah, then the strip. We're in military. But yeah. Oh, and about you... Trent. That mm-hmm. try. Oh. Remember, so he so he misses, so Salah misses the or gets saved. I think you have to give credit um to Debravka for, for that first half penalty save. Because he absolutely smokes it down the middle. But credit to Dubrovka, he doesn't blink. He just holds his ground, right? But the rebound comes like tantalizingly to Trent. And you don't want anybody other than Trent, to me, almost in the world, or at least in the Prem, standing over a bouncing ball, right? If you want to finish a volley, to me, it's Trent Alexander-Arnold all day long. And he fucking skies it. And then like 10 minutes later, it's just outside the box. And he's almost at the byline. And he hammers this bouncing ball and he just catches it slightly with the outside of his boot, comes over the ball, and then it goes off the opposite post. And he 100% intended to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, should he have? That's a question. Should he not have just laid it in there? Because you're never going to score from there. Well, why not have a go? Who scored? Like, Roberto Carlos scored from there, right? But that's Roberto Carlos. There's one goal I can think of like that. Yeah. Is that just a bit Hollywood, Craig? If you are, if you are a teammate and you see him when, when you, you got players in the box, there's other options. And I hate I hate to shit on this because it was fucking amazing. It really was. But <laughs> there's I'm just a to Liverpool be... fan. There he is. <laughs> I'm just trying to be somewhat objective here, right? Should he have tried that? Come on, yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Hey, Roberto Carlos scored some amazing goals, but he also missed a hell of a lot, too. That's he, a good point. He was a highlight reel, but yeah. he, he attempted a lot of crazy stuff. In his time. He did yeah. things with the football that no one's done before or since. But you have yeah. to have the, on the only ball fans. for it yes, or balls to do it, right? To try. <laughs> and it fit there. Yeah. Sorry, Dubs, what's that? I said you have Me to have, have the ball personal conversation. Or the balls to try it. Oh. <laughs> and then the moment that that goes out of your game, you're a lesser player. You have to be willing to try the things that might come off, but they might also not come off, and you might end up looking like a fucking idiot. Are you talking about you podcasting or football? Yeah, she just dropped the All c word earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if last time we heard about the a child, about child too. Not just c word, but it's yeah. about a child. It's about a twelve-year-old. Listen. I blame the parents. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> you are the parents. They are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Not my kid. Come on, pointing the finger at other kids. <laughs> um, hey, Salah. So Salah changes boots at halftime. 
And he was saying in the post-match uh, interview with uh, on on Sky, how he wasn't superstitious. It's just he missed a penalty, and when he gets things in his head, it's just not a good thing. So he just mix them up, and he trained with them the day before. Um, so it wasn't superstition per se, but he didn't feel just because that little seed was planted in his head, he had to change it. That's the fragility of the goal scorer, I suppose, right? I suppose. I suppose, yeah. It worked for him. Yeah, it worked for him, yeah. Blame the boots. Blame the boots. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. I always blame the golf clubs. (laughs) I wouldn't use fragility of the goal score. The mental fragility? Yeah, I don't know if I'd use fragility. I'd use maybe like, no, they're idiosyncratic. I don't know. You just like like consonants. That's your problem. You like too many consonants. I always blame <laughs> I always blamed uh the alcohol and the condoms. So that's what I always blamed. <laughs> that was Not a poor performance walker. That was a quite a poor <laughs> performance walker. And that's me talking in my own head. It's the equipment. <laughs> and the booze. That's right. Walker yeah. mm-hmm. fumbling around with a condom. That'd be something. <laughs> like, uh, How does this inside out? <laughs> Yeah, then he puts away that other that that second penalty, right? Can hammers it in the lower the side. lower left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's fine, man. Two goals, two assists, and like you said, off to Afcon now. Uh, hopefully, Egypt crash out in the group phase. I really hope they do. Sorry, Egypt fans. Nothing against you personally, but I don't know who replaces him. Harvey Elliott. I like Harvey Elliott a lot, but he ain't Mo Salah. No, nope. man. Nobody is. No, that's a hundred. That's hundred and fifty goals for yeah. league goals for Liverpool, league, yeah. right? Fifth, there are only five players have done that, I think, and you can probably mm-hmm. name them. They're easy enough, right? The Aguero's, the Henri's, I think. The Rush. Oh. No, uh, was Rush one of them? Not in the Prem, though. Not in the Prem. That would be in the first division. I would think. Mm. Well, I, I think anyway, either. they're pretty impressive names, anyway, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, fun, fun match. One today too, actually, right, Craig? West, West Ham's playing today, aren't they? Who's playing today? West Ham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who are they playing? Need, what day is that again? I know it's I one of those days. They're playing Brighton. That's a good game. Two mm. thirty. There you go. There's your afternoon planned. Yep. There it is. <laughs> hey, FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime. This week now. isn't as bad as last week. The last week. Oh my Did you guys God. get that? That pic I sent you, yeah. <laughs> it was like was somebody on a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire type show with four choices. Like, what day is it today? <laughs> is it Monday, Thursday, Sunday, or 1982? <laughs> <laughs> it was really well done. <laughs> I think Jimmy's still stuck in that fucking week. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Maybe he'll join us next time. We'll have to wait and see. Um, that's about it. Anything else you want to get to? Yeah. Oh, there I've is. Got a few things. Well, okay. uh, remember we were talking about some resolutions. So these are Wanger's yeah. resolutions. So, resolutions uh, or resolutions? Both. We're, okay. I'm going to go eat at McDonald's with Craig later on because I got the coupons in the mail. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, <laughs> always get me those coupons. <laughs> are they the fun little ones with like the yeah. doors? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's a shit you. move. It's a shit move by McDonald's. Oh, right? all these McDonald's trying to turn the page and, and try yes. and get healthy again. For, and here, here's a Big Mac for two dollars. Fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> two can eat, and it's like the Big Macs. I'm like, ah, well, one right. fat fuck. Yeah, one. F- I've done that before. I've speaking, done. I would, I've I done do the that, two man. for one. Two can eat for one person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to do two, like big, two Big Macs like that. 
No problem. It's like Second. when you're ordering sushi and you've ordered like a fuck ton and they're like, how many chopsticks? You're like, oh my God, like six. <laughs> just for you. It's like pure panic. Like, oh my you. God, I'm, I'm being judged. It's just for me. Party platter. Some thin Korean man is judging me. <laughs> it's true. I did that the other day. I ordered so much curry. I thought, uh, I'm going to order Diet Coke. No, make that two Diet Coke. <laughs> Does the other person want something? Uh, no, that's just one liter of Diet Coke, please. Don't judge me. Sorry, go ahead, Wonga. Go ahead. All right, so the first one is uh, Footy Prime is going to start two new pods. One will be, so we resolved to do this. Uh, one will be JC and Wonger are going to have their own podcast reviewing food and starting off with chicken wings. Just so I love you know. That. That's amazing. The second guests. one is uh, start a new podcast, and I haven't pitched this to Dubs yet, but it's called Panties Prime, and <laughs> it will be it will be her and I've already reached out to this gentleman. It'll be her and Joey Barton reviewing oh, uh, women's underwear. So I know Good she's idea. super enthusiastic about it. I, oh, I can no tell story. by her face. Um, Looking forward to it. Good. And <laughs> number two kind of works in the same way: is work harder on Footy Prime. Footy Prime has been the best side hustle you could ever create and ever. I think we would all agree on that. But it's to make Footy Prime the best full-time hustle for all of us. So that's what we resolved to do in 2024. That'd be amazing. And all those other jobs that Dubs does, Charms does, Craig's does, JC does, Wonger does, and, and Jimmy does, does do. God, that was some bad English. <laughs> um, <laughs> that we can we can those will be our side hustles how fun would that be if footy prime was our full hustle and everything else we're doing is our side hustle that's that's a resolution that's one way of asking for a benefactor (laughs) (laughs) if you have lots of money and don't know what to do with it billy jean king (laughs) (laughs) Um, involved with the dodgers yes feel free to reach out and uh, this goes to the other sports and we were talking about strombo but it's to resolve to watch almost no hockey i'm sorry all i hate hockey i've decided that i am now in a hate hockey zone I can't do and i'm that. sorry and i'm wearing a leafs forever nice some irony um yeah i'm gonna have to give this shirt to you i don't like hockey anymore i've lost the thread and it's very hard and because i picked up soccer slash foot football it is all encompassing it mm-hmm. is a a commitment to watch and even all the highlights so i don't know if i have enough time in my life being a you know a full-time dad i've got to prioritize uh footy and footy prime so i'm sorry i'm gonna watch less hockey so people out but you'll there keep watching basketball i will and nfl football and, and football. some cfl too <laughs> and a lot of porn and tons of tons of no a minute and a half of porn a day. That's all I do. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> just fast forward to the end. <laughs> just find that one little scene. You're nothing if not ta-da. efficient, Wonger. Ta-da. <laughs> I'll write. I'll write the directions for that too while I'm gone. Um, um, here's a good one. If it's uh, written on your palm, I do not want that photo. Thank you. <laughs> No. Um, eat less candy is one of my big ones. This is an eat expensive more, list. <laughs> eat more cakes, pies, and cookies. So that's eat less I candy. Think, I think everyone should eat more pies. Yeah. 
um travel more and not by car just travel more go to jump on a plane and be more you know excited about traveling because i think mm, the pandemic made us sit around a lot uh, way too much and get a little too um insulated and i yeah. think we and isolated and i think we have to go out and meet people and i even more with footy prime do some footy prime events where we're yes. you know we fly dubs in and we meet you know 150 people and talk footy and make them laugh and you know say hi to them all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i'd love to do that and then the final one is craig and i were <laughs> Thank watching God. Some... <laughs> shut up <laughs> um, sorry <laughs> be more curious a little more humble and learn more so those are my uh, yeah the, the, the last one there's no chance of but the others <laughs> are you actually doing but right be more curious you know yeah. yeah i like being curious and uh i told charms and jc that i downloaded the uh, adobe creative suite shout out mm-hmm. adobe create adobe creative suite and so i'm going to try and learn all of those platforms and software so we we have more and more content to provide you guys. How many people can use that um, at one time? Yeah, uh, we jump in and out of it's one at a time, but we oh, can jump okay. in and out. Yeah, yeah. Might I've be two. Work, I got to work on my Premiere as well. Yeah, you work on that. We need someone to do Photoshop though. One of us, like properly. That's hard, eh? Photoshop is hard. I'm really good at Photoshop, you guys. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you you really are very special (laughs) at it. (laughs) No, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have to recruit Rhonda. Rhonda Brown. Yeah, no kidding. Just go, Rhonda. Here's the here's the stupid thing we said. Can you do a picture about it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, two bucks a pop. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We've got much more than that. We want to travel for Christ's sakes. We've got to be paying other people. All right, uh, that's it then for uh, the first show of the new year. It's Tuesday. I'll be back tomorrow or back on Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, hold, 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 hold your horses there, sugar. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our, so I'm going to dive into Wonger's mail sack real quick. Uh, hmm. Phil uh, Aguner uh, is one of our fans. Um, he has asked in, he asked if I would open the show, the first show of 2024 with uh, and introduce the show as the fucking footy prime show. Yeah. Um, so now I'll end the show by saying thanks for watching and listening or whatever to the fucking footy prime show trademarked by our guy. I like Bill. that. Oh, it's there. Is it? It's actually there on uh, he's written it down. It's yeah. like a little graphic. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wicked. Yeah. 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 That's it. All right. More cursing. That's my resolution for 2024. <laughs> following dubs his footsteps. Yeah. More cursing on this fucking show. No pussyfooting around. No, no. So I hope you enjoyed that fucking show. We'll be back with another fucking show at some point later this fucking week. Fuck. <laughs> sprinkle. Buy newspapers. No, sprinkle. I'm throwing you to Tony Bet. Oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Tony Bet. fucking bets. <laughs> Lay some bets. We got FA Cup this weekend. Yes. We've got a Prem game later today. Sprinkle your hard-earned money, win some money, and uh, watch your Premier League games on Fubo TV. That's FuboTV.com. Slash Footy Prime and subscribe. Mm-hmm. How's that? Yeah, and follow TonyBet underscore Canada at TonyBet underscore Canada at, on Twitter. Thank you. There we go. Done. Right. Till next time. Whether it's tomorrow or Thursday, I don't know. It'll be on Friday for sure. Later. 
This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Bennett. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> that should probably do it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.